0: Sound Design. Welcome to Lesson 12 in From the Sound Up. I'm Nathan Lively from Sound Design Live, and today I want to talk about reaching out to colleagues. So most of you probably already know this, but the audio industry functions a little bit like the mafia. In every city, in every country, there is a circle of trust. And to get into that circle of trust, you need a sponsor, someone to refer you, right? And I have found over the years that the fastest way into that circle of trust is to build relationships with colleagues who are doing work similar to the kind of work that you want to be doing. Um, And the reason for that is that colleagues are going to be the people who are most sympathetic to your situation. Um, They've been where you are now and they want to help you out. So you're going to start by adding them to the list. And we talked about how to get started with that and research that in some of the previous lessons. I want to read you a quote from a student. Um, He said this to me recently. So John said, being present and being out there is a whole lot more valuable than being an office ninja. And that's totally true, right? So we're always going for the most effective form of communication, which is in person. Like that's our goal. That's what we hope for. And lucky for us, working working on live events means that there are lots of opportunities to meet colleagues in person like that information is public right it's published online we can see where that person is going to be we can go there and meet them so I want you to keep in mind that this spreadsheet that I've been um, working with you on is not about being an office ninja it's it's about providing focus accountability and tracking to your most important relationship so if you have a different way to get that done that's great use whatever method you have So how do we build a relationship with these colleagues after we add them to the list? Well, our priority is to get them into a one-on-one meeting. So you might reach out for the first time via email and say something like, Hey, I was checking out some of your work. Um, Tell them what you liked about it. And then tell them that you're new to the city and ask them if you could get together to ask them some more questions about their work and their experience in the city. And most people are going to say yes because we all crave attention, right? And we want to talk about our work and we like helping our colleagues. So the combination of those things makes it a pretty easy thing to say yes to. Now they might say no because they're too busy and that's fine. You can say, uh, I totally understand. I'm really glad that you're busy. Like that's a good sign, right? Is it okay if I just email you a couple of questions? Because what we're looking for here mainly is consent, Right, we we want to make it okay for us to reach out to them anytime in the future. Now, the hardest thing is if they don't respond, but don't give up. Keep following up with them. Um, maybe even send them a new email a week later with something different, or connect with them on LinkedIn or Facebook or something like that. But keep checking in with them. Eventually they're going to be free enough and like have the motivation or it's just going to be the right timing that like, boop, your email pops into their inbox at the right time that they're like on the train and they have time to respond to you. Um, Now, if you're meeting them in person, then you can just give all this crap and go straight to the next step, which is what do you say to them when you meet them? So, A lot of this is going to be common sense, but if you are kind of an introvert like me and you're not super socially adept, it's good to have a plan of attack. So that's why I'm going through a lot of these details. So usually you want to warn them up with some questions about their favorite places to work, their favorite kinds of projects to work on, and maybe some other questions about the city. Like, I don't know, where they get groceries and their favorite park to hang out. But then pretty quickly, you want to get into the meat of the issue, which is to ask them about how they got their first job in audio, ask them where their work is coming from, um, maybe ask them if there's anyone you should avoid, and maybe most importantly, tell them what you want and ask them what they think the best way to go about getting it would be, and then just let them give you whatever information and advice that they have that they can think of. So then there are two questions that I always recommend that you close with. The first one is, can you connect me with one other person? And the second one is, is it okay if I follow up with you if I have more questions in the future? Again, getting that consent for um, following up. And then a week later, you're going to follow up. So you're going to send them an email and let them know, that um, you reached out to the people they introduced you to, you took action on the things they suggested, and here are your results, and here's your follow-up question. So closing the loop like that can be really powerful because um, you're showing that you are not only a dependable person that takes action quickly, but maybe more importantly, you actually listen to their advice. And this is where it can be really meaningful for that colleague, right? They gave energy out to you, and now you're giving it back to them. So, when you reach out to them again in the future and ask them for help, they'll be happy too. So, every time that you have a connection with that person, you update their record in your spreadsheet um, and you probably change their priority to a number one. And that means that you're probably following up with them every week instead of every 60 days. Because what's going to happen is that sometime soon, that person is going to get a call for work that they can't take for some reason and they're going to want to refer someone else, and they're going to refer you because you're the last person that they talk to. Unfortunately or fortunately, that's just how it works a lot of times. Although I know probably hundreds of sound engineers at this point, if someone calls me up and says, uh, I'm looking for, I, I need you to do some work on this thing and I can't do it, I'm probably going to think of the last person that I talk to. Okay. So I think I covered everything. So your homework for this lesson is uh, two things. Number one, reach out to three new colleagues, just like we talked about. And number three, I want you to tell me what is the best way to reach out to new potential clients. All right, you guys, great job on completing another lesson and I'll see you tomorrow. Sound design.